How do you make coffee? Do you use an electric coffee maker or a filter in a cup? How much work goes into making your coffee? If you use an electric coffee maker, you just plug in the machine and push buttons, and then there's delicious hot coffee. Americans are dependent on energy, and there's a disconnect between production and use. We use megawatts and kilowatts to describe energy, but how much work goes into producing a megawatt or a kilowatt? The Navajo Generating Station near Page, Arizona produces 2,250 megawatts between three coal-fired units. Here, Paul Ostapuk, the environmental director, is surrounded by energy generation. But even his family doesn't connect creation with consumption. Um, I have windows right to the plant. And you would think my daughters and wife would be right on board with me, you know, about using as less energy as possible. I don't think they've ever turned a light off in the house. You know, so I have to go around behind everybody, turning the lights off and stuff, and I tell them over and over, look right out that window. You can see the plant. Every time the light's on, there's a pound of pollution going up in the air somewhere. Paul's family knows where their energy comes from. They can see it from their house, but they don't understand how much work goes into the energy they use. Near Snowmass, Colorado, Randy Udall, former director of the Community Office for Resource and Efficiency, shows what Paul wishes his family would understand. That energy isn't just there. It requires a lot of work. Today, he has two tasks designed to show us what energy consumption means. Our first task is to boil one quart of water using a fire built only with a spindle and a bow. When was the last time you built a fire? 100% by hand. No lighter fluid, no matches. Just wood and your two hands. For most Americans, the answer would be never. But for 22 students, the answer is September 6, 2012. Randy gives us directions on how to make a coal that will light our fire. You're going to start with a little depression, similar to what I have here. And then you're going to use the spindle to widen that and deepen it. And at first, before there's a notch in this board, you're just trying to get, get this board hot and get a depression there, and you'll get some black dust around it. At that point, you're going to come over here and get a hacksaw and cut a notch in. A notch is very important because as you go deeper, you'll get a bunch of debris coming out of this hole, filling the notch, and it'll start smoking. Making fire with only rudimentary tools was hard and far out of our skill sets. One group was able to make fire on the first try, but most struggled to coax flames from the small ball of coal. This exercise made me think about my own energy use. At home, using a stove, I often boil more water than I actually need for a cup of tea. What if I had to build a large enough fire to boil all that extra water? The answer? I probably wouldn't drink tea. Until today, I had no idea how much work goes into heating water. It's always been, turn a knob, and bam, there's a flame for me to heat water. Our modern day energy consumption is off the charts. The average American uses 15 pounds of petroleum products per day, in addition to 30 kilowatt hours of electricity. But to me, these are just numbers whose units mean next to nothing. 30 isn't a terribly large number, so it can't be that much energy, right? We're so removed from energy production that we consume without thinking about the particulates and the pollution that fill the air as a result of coal-fired power production. But if our energy is from wind, 
or solar, then it's okay because it's clean, right? Scientists at the Ivanpah Solar Thermal Site near Prim, Nevada are proud of how clean their energy is. What I do pride ourselves on on this project is we're producing a little over 370 megawatts. We will be uh, between all three units. We will only use less than 100 acre feet annually. Says Doug Davis, the senior environmental compliance manager in regards to the Ivanpah project's water use. Renewable, clean energy is definitely a step up from coal. Yes, it solves the carbon problem, and yes, it solves the pollution problem, but it doesn't solve the consumption problem. Photovoltaic cells still depend on rare earth metals, solar thermal needs glass for the mirrors, and wind turbines require metal. And all of these materials need to be transported to their project sites, which requires trucks and gas. What is a kilowatt hour? The Navajo Generating Station produces 2,250,000 kilowatt hours. But what does that mean? How much work goes into producing one kilowatt hour? I have absolutely no idea, but Randy does. It's a huge amount of work. When you guys download a gigabyte of data, you're using almost a kilowatt hour worth of work. A kilowatt hour is enough to lift this car about a thousand feet into the air. We're going to collectively, in the next half an hour, do one kilowatt hour's worth of work. We have to walk uphill about 800 vertical feet. One kilowatt hour would power one hour of TV, one episode of Gilmore Girls. To equal that work, a person would have to climb about 17,600 vertical feet, significantly higher than Mount Shasta. Pushing buttons on a remote is so easy that the energy required is a distant memory, replaced by the laughs and drama of a young mother and her daughter. We've become so removed from energy generation that we have no idea how much energy and work is required to power our gadgets and appliances. Doug McDaniel, a 70-year-old rancher in Wallawa County, Oregon, is proud of what his two hands have accomplished. He has restored a once-channelized river to its natural meandering state. He stands before students who primarily use their hands to push buttons, flick switches, and pull levers. But his way of life is centered on using his hands for work, an idea that technology renders obsolete. Doug is overcome with emotion when he says, The biggest problem in America is that too few people know what you can do with your bare hands. As he says this, he is on the verge of tears, sniffling and apologizing for his emotion. He's right. We have forgotten how to use our hands, and it is a big problem. It's so easy that the amount of work is unquestioned. Randy and Doug make me really think about what happens when I push a button or flick a switch. Questions arise. How much energy is being used, and what does that mean? For energy conservation to make a difference, it's important that we disconnect ourselves from machines, rediscover the power of our hands, and understand work. It can be as simple as kneading bread by hand or boiling enough water for one cup of tea rather than 20. Think about the work that goes into your energy and remember what using a kilowatt means, the work that goes into it. No matter what form of energy we use, we are still dependent, be it on rare earth minerals, coal, or metal. So instead of simply jumping on the clean energy bandwagon, think about your hands and the many tasks they can perform so that you don't need to depend on the work done by a kilowatt hour. For National Public Lands Radio, I'm Aviva Prager.